All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news up, Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. You might want to mark that down, Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 299 of the Real Life Podcast. We are very close to episode 300. Very close. I'm telling you, Rebchuk, how close? One away. One away. Oh, that is close. That He's is Jay. Close. That's Bag Milk. Juan is here. Chalmers busy in his office doing business-like <laughs> things. Um, Frank in the background as well as he often is. Uh, episode 299 is brought to you by the HGA group, as they all are now, because we love the HGA group very much. Um, this is my last podcast before I go on vacation, so you best believe I am already mentally checked out. But how's everybody doing? What do we got? How mean well, can we be to Liam when he comes in the shower? Do we have to be nice? You have to be nice to Liam. Also, <laughs> bag milk, I need to send you the ad stuff. I don't know why I'm saying that right now, but I need to remember to do that. Um, but well, hey, yeah. this is real life. Got to speak. Uh, speaking about ad stuff, we have to, uh, I think we now can launch our new intros. Are they ready? Uh, can we? So can I play it now? Like, do you want me to redo the podcast oh, with the new intro? Like, like I want to hear it. I want to hear it for the first time. Let's go. It's kind of, it's kind of, it kind of has to be done because he's not going to be here for a week. So, double yeah, we can't start intro. without him. All right, so, new intro, real life Monday, dropping hot, coming um, at you. You guys got to. Oh, that was a good radio voice. Okay, you guys got to give me like a second here, though. Uh, well, because I didn't Jay upload it. Well, 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 while you're figuring your shit out, I'll let you know. People know what HGA is doing. HGA is become the title sponsor of our golf tournament. Shoo. They are insuring a hole in one for us for twenty five thousand clams. Boom. And the, yeah, yeah, they got some other things that they're working on. So they're getting heavily involved in the nation golf tournament. So that's very exciting. Chalmers. Yes. If you got your ace, your first <laughs> ace, I can't think of a more deserving man at the nation tournament and you won the 20G from HGA, what would you do with the deal? What would I do with the 25,000? Yeah. Don't you wow. say an RSP. Nah, first things first. <laughs> I'll probably give 5G to Gregor's grads. Well, that's oh. nice. Do a little charity. That's would you get I'd... diamond earrings back and get two of them? Oh, yeah. I get Would you? my wife's matching pair. Oh hell yeah, my holes are oh, kind of there. I why not buy? Why it. not buy a resurrect your past and buy a CRX? Oh, huge play! I definitely take five thousand dollars, and I would probably take like me, my wife, and like two other couples 
to like a quick jaunt to Vegas or something, maybe like four, four of couples all together. I've always wanted to do that. No matter what sum of money, I've always wanted to just like tell everybody, stop what you're doing. We're just going to go to Vegas and just blow a bunch of cash for like two days. And then you just won 25 grand and spent a hundred grand and the rest, what the fuck you spent that money. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess I buy a jet. I was going to say the rest of you just get a, I would get a tank of gas in my Ford F-150. That's what yeah, I, I don't do. even know if 25K can get you a full <laughs> tank of gas right now in a Ford F-150. Well, oh. hey, Wanye, I played yeah. golf. I played golf on, was that Thursday we played, Jared? Friday. Friday. And I missed I, I missed the hole. I, I landed about six inches away from one of the holes. Six inches? Rolled to about a oh, foot buddy. past. Yeah, dude. It's, when you get your ace, because I feel like you're tracking. <laughs> Make, I hope so. Sure, somebody fucking videos it. <laughs> how it? Nobody. The first gonna, thing you make, say. The you first know? thing you say when it goes in is, "Bitch, start the camera to whoever the closest person is next to you, and then let's see what you've got in you for celebrating." I think you just need all to the- make your buddies film every shot on a par three going forward. <laughs> yeah. Imagine no, Chalmers. Imagine I'll you got an eleven to play golf with straight up. If I start doing that, <laughs> I won't be imagine, invited to any tea times. If there's imagine a you got it on water, eleven Chalmers and you just grabbed an old lady off the tee and just threw her in the ravine as your celebration. <laughs> if there's the water fuck? on the hole, I will dive in. If there is a drink in my cup, it will be gone. I will there's tunnel in the sand of, trap. A lot of things will happen. Yes. Anyways, big tournament. Thank you, HJ. Yes, I'm excited. And uh, by the way, you can bid to golf with myself, Chalmers, and Jay at the Oilers Nation Open. Um, And by doing, or if you want to do that, you got to hit up our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, The full package, if you've missed it on the last few podcasts, you can get all the details at nationgear.ca. But it's a round of golf out at Cougar Creek. Transportation to and from from the pint. We load up a bus. We go to Cougar Creek. We play our golf. There's a ton of vendors and giveaways on all the holes. It's fantastic. You get dinner after as well and a good time. On top of that, if you want to golf with us and have your, it's a twosome. So you and a buddy golfing with the three of us. Uh, send the, us. What send us a D. Yeah. Currently. So right now the uh, the winning bid is six hundred dollars and it is uh, for a gentleman on Twitter. Who goes by? Don't the name. say. Oh no 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 no! Don't say it. Okay. Don't say it. Don't say it. We we announced the winners. Yep. Uh, well, to to spice it up a little bit, and you know, it's all it's all about per uh, perception here, perceived value. But we'll throw in some nation gear for the Ooh. two lucky winners too in your sizes. And Chalmers is buying you drinks. Come on. Mm. And he's whether taking you to Vegas if he gets whether a it's one. Gatorade or chocolate milk, he will buy it for you. Whatever your drink of and, choice is. No I, no. No, you drink what I drink. Yeah, rubbing alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> Real moonshine. Real rum moonshine with a misting of coke on top as mixed. No, a I'm not a rum guy. I'm a rye um, guy. You I know, know I know, I know, I know. But with a misting of coke. Yeah, just a little of, spritz for color. Chalmers, I could no sooner forget you drink rye than forget that you like what you look like. It's key to your identity. <laughs> yes, that's true. What were you gonna say about moonshine, Jared? Oh, speaking, of, I was in I was in Nashville. Uh, uh, I wasn't say visiting a buddy, but I was with a buddy, and somehow we ended up at. Anyways, we ended up at this like rooftop apartment uh, where was there. I was like a, kind of like a pool party, and there was it was like a lawyer party, and like everywhere in Nashville, everyone makes their own fireball whiskey, or everyone makes mm-hmm. moonshine because that's like shine country. So they had this like apple moonshine that they were going around and sharing with everyone, but they're like, like, you gotta be careful. It's really high potency and you're, you're drinking it and it tasted so good. Like an apple pie, like apple pie. And I had maybe two swigs of it. <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, I could see through time. Wow. I was like, when we used to get swish barrels, did you guys ever buy swish barrels? I've had someone swish someone I knew made swish once upon a time. They were Remember not- the time, Jay, we were going in Nashville and we were drunk on moonshine and then we tried to order burgers <laughs> from White... Where was it? White Castle? And all White they gave Castle. us was chicken fries. Yeah, that was great. Rude. And then like, we were all jammed in like a van cab and we were like two minutes away in the drive-thru when we realized we got like 30 orders of chicken fries instead of burgers. It was a dark damn day being on moonshine and getting all them chicken fries. Bag milk, what were you saying? I don't remember. Something about Swish Barrels. Oh, yeah. Think about chicken fries now? Makes sense. Not kind of a little bit. I would love some chicken fries. Thing about Swish Barrels was 
Really? They sound great. Oh, they're awesome. Well, not that many bands, maybe. The thing about the swish barrels, from what I can remember, is it didn't taste good, like Jay's experience. However, the potency was there, and all of a sudden, you too could see through time. You're swishing. Just, uh, swishing you gotta watch out. Can you get wood alcohol poisoning from swish? Probably. If you're fucking around, getting cute, <laughs> charmers. Wood was. alcohol poisoning? Yeah, because there's like swish is like the barrel of booze, right? That gets yep. the water. You just add around. a bunch of water, and you just you got to mix her up. And like wood in too much, it like releases some sort of poison into swish. Where if you swish it around too much and try and get too much at the end, you can get wood alcohol poison. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know that. That's charmers. Learned some today. We're learning. Have you even been in the mountains of Appalachia? No, the Appalachian <laughs> Trail. <laughs> Are you talking like the Alps and like in Asia? <laughs> no, no, Appalachia is like southern the states. US. Yeah, where everybody makes moonshine and shoots their neighbors barefoot. Yeah. So if yeah. you look, if you look in the in the Appalachian Mountains and you see a puff of smoke, that's a yeah. moonshine still that just spontaneously combusted. <laughs> yeah, is that some? Is that along some point or most of the Appalachian Trail? I think it's, so. It's it's along the Appalachian Trail. Yes, sure. You don't know that. Well, you don't know either. Does your Chuck want to just start the opening? He's just. Did we buy you enough time, your Chuck? Oh yeah. yeah. Where's that? Before we kill each other. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Let's All right. It. New I'm, intro. Hey, let's go. So get it. I actually got three intros made. So I'm gonna play what? one now, and then when I come back, I'll debut the other two. Uh, one of them, because Bag Milk was uh, was upset that he wasn't in the last intro. One Probably of them is the second longest serving host on this show. That's all. One of the intros <laughs> is only Bag Milk. Um, it is legit. It is legit the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. I am ever. bad about it. That's the most disrespectful thing you've ever seen. More he disrespectful been, than putting that's... a bigger statue of Jesus in another city than yeah. Rio. Dude, <laughs> <Dick> <laughs> move. I've known I've known Jr. and 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 Wanye since they were like thirteen years old, and when they started Orange Nation. The next person I met because of it was Bag Milk. He was like the first employee, was he not? Or one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. First <laughs> commenter that wasn't it. us. The God first person who joy. commented on the site that wasn't us was Bag Milk. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, shit's right. up there. So here's the Put first in the intro. <laughs> here's the first <laughs> intro we got, all right? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Every single one. Bag milk is not in that one. <laughs> Every single one. Bag milk. Uh, All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, out of the podcast. I mean, you got, you got two was there even there. bag milk in that one? <laughs> no. 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 Well, he was there. He, he was there somehow. Just Listening. Not. I assume I was on the episode. That he would have been on the episode. From. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you want the one that's just bag milk then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Redemption, Redemption yeah. Island. Here, here's number two. This might be the one with just bag milk. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts, and delivered by DoorDash. I'm, I'm guessing my math is going to be incorrect. So if you're listening to this, oh. <laughs> there you go. Wow, so I, I, wow. Hey, Mel, I feel now I know what it feels like to be excommunicated from the podcast. Holy yeah. cow, that's damning. All of the hours of audio i have one clippable quote <laughs> let me quote the title quote. let me quote the title of my third sex tape that was brief yes, yes. why so short that's what she said Story intro. Of my life. anyway so we got new intros and intro really our network is there a podcast. third option there is you want it i, I think the only way this thing today. gets funnier if beg milk's now never on it let's find out it's like jimmy kimmel always apologizing to matt damon yes welcome to a brand new episode of the real life podcast a member of the nation network of podcasts and delivered by doordash what was that me you guys oh i all right i get a moist mouth all night long all i dream about is like the mountains in my hair so i'm ready to do some business I like that one. I like the end on that one. And Bag Milk's in that one very briefly. 
getting interrupted as per <laughs> usual. <laughs> Shows our new not- sponsor, DoorDash. Shout out I thought, DoorDash. I thought those were like, who made those? Just so I know who I'm about to disrespect as a bag milk has been ob- disrespected. What do you have to disrespect about those? Those are studio quality well, intros. They're the great. audio quality. I mean, is that honestly what we sound like? Cause that is not good. Well, there's background music there too. So oh. I always sound great. Yeah. You got a professional mic and a roadcaster. Mm-hmm. Charles, all you have to do is get a microphone and plug it into your laptop like I'm doing. I'm I don't have a laptop. I'm not, I'm not, you, I have a desktop. I have an iPad. I have a cell phone. Desktop is, works too. Yes. I'll bring that in my truck every Monday and every Thursday at there one o'clock. Go. There you go. Hot spot it. Hot spot it. Well, see, now you understand the problem. Anyways, those are our new intros. We've got new intros for every podcast in the network. So that is something I need to remind myself. To I do really thought I that you were going to surprise me and Soldier Boy was going to be in them. Again, I I don't just have like access to budget like that. Like I can't you just do. Like, you do. You do. So if I need $400 for anything, I can just yes. do it and assume I will be reimbursed. You wouldn't believe the poll I have at Nation HQ. Okay. I I'm time stamping this and this is and coming if you get, a later date. If you think about what soldier boy says and you smush a message together for cameo and trick him into making a noodle noodle ad into doing an intro for this but, show. If you get him yeah. to say the squire, you can make him say Chalmers cheated. If you can make five people feel good, that $400 bill. Poof. So your M Chuck, the way that I will put it is if, one of the two people that has signing rights on the checks for ON consistently, passively, aggressively tells you uh, th- something that he would like. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you bought said thing, you would be reimbursed. And Jay won't Just- like it unless you get Soldier Boy to shout him out. And then you'll submit the bill and Jay will go, Wanya, Jesus Murphy. And I'll say, hey, show to Joe. And he'll go, yeah, that's fair. And then you could just bring up something that he wasted $400 on. I'm sure there's a few. So it needs to be like nonsensical. It needs to be like, hey, it's Soldier Boy, blah, blah, blah. Happy birthday. Chalmers cheated. Oodle Noodle is delicious. This is real <laughs> life. You. And if he says that gibberish, we can get like eight different things out of it. I'm also in a way, though, in, in a way, I'm also taking a huge risk because if I pay for the cameo from Soldier Boy and he falls flat, then I'm fucked. Well, you're on your own then. It's, exactly. It's, 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 it's um, James Bond rules, right? The message self-destruct. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We You're not somebody who's ever put their credit card on the uh, up at a bar, have you? Me? Yeah. No. You, you don't sound like you've ever been uh, flippant enough with your money. Yeah. You've never used your credit card no, spend no. the night at a bar. No. No. Our Tyler. Get up no. the next day. Oh. It's not my style. That's living. That's living. That is. Oh, that's that living. is living. <laughs> That is that's that's a sign of a good night, and also it's a fun adventure of trying to figure out where your wallet slash credit card is. Why would you want that though? The next day, like that just sounds, if anything, just incredible. It means you've lived a life. It means you had a yeah. life the night before. It's cost of doing business. Cost of doing business. Uh, yeah. Right. We also have a new extra, but that'll come at the end of the podcast. Um, three new intros, though. So hope everyone enjoys oh, we call them. Call it an extra. I always called it an outro. I'm yeah, learning, I'm learning so much. Yeah, you could call it an outro, actually. Extro, outro, they're the same thing. Exit, out. No yeah. Ingress, so. egress. Yeah, that's... That's a long pause brought to you by Ding Dong! DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. That's a pretty legit advertiser. Holy shit. Yeah, and I actually think we're going to have like a promo code with them as well. I'm not sure yeah, if it's there's started. a promo code coming. Yep. Yeah, it's coming. I don't know if it's if it's confirmed yet or whatever, so I'm going to leave it out. Um, but anyways, shout out to DoorDash for uh, joining our uh, long list of sponsors that we're very happy to have on board, like Twig and Berries, twigandberries.ca. We're expanding what we can give you through our advertising partners. Food delivered to you by DoorDash. Manscaped.com, promo code real life gets you 20% off and free shipping. Trim up your balls, all that good stuff. Lawnmower 4.0. And Twig and Berries is just going to make you look good all the time. Twig and Berries.ca, promo code Nation15. Just jammed all the ad reads in right there. I wasn't kidding. Boom. when I said I was uh, going to. Efficient episode. Your M Chuck's on fire looking 
to get on his vacation. Absolutely. Um, so I didn't want to do very much show prep today like I usually do. So I simply put out a tweet uh, from the Real Life Podcast account that said, got any questions? New episode dropping soon. Uh, so I wanted people to basically I'm out do ideas? my job for me. I'm out of ideas, question mark. Please send me questions now. Help. Exactly. Uh, Chalmers, did you see the reply that Electronic Jordan sent in? Yeah, I did. And I'm going to disappoint the shit out of him because what I think he was saying was that the DFO rundown with Frank Saravalli and Jason Greger was chocked full of what I imagine to be hypothetical trades that the Oilers could make. Um, was this before or after our protected list was out? We're not even talking about the same tweet, but continue. <laughs> oh, he just said he was looking forward to me getting rashed about it, which, but to disappoint him. I didn't hear any of them. Okay, what is the second one? He sent in a question of his window well. <laughs> He's got at two home. things he needs you to do, Chalmers, this week. Like Jer- no, electronic gardens getting two. I didn't requests. see anything about no window wells. He wants to know what the green pipe in his window well is. Ah, this is weeping. It's a weeping tile hose. What that is is, um, it's basically like a serrated hose that's around six inches in diameter. Okay, and it goes down all the way to the very base of the house, which is the footing, the very bottom of the concrete. Then the hose tees off and goes right and left. It then wraps around the whole house. Okay. And goes mm-hmm. up all the other basement windows. Uh, it is filled with washed rock. So like three quarter inch rock crush, you know, the stuff that people put in their flower beds. Okay. It's filled with that. And then around the perimeter of the house, it's covered with that for about like, you know, it's kind of angled up against the wall and the pipe would be down in the corner. Mm -hmm. And then when the dirt goes in and what that's called is weeping tile. What that does is when groundwater gets to the base of your house, back in the olden days, people didn't have weeping tile. So what it would do is it would slide, it would go under, it's finding the path of least resistance. It goes underneath the footing. It comes up underneath their concrete floor and then it would find any crack or any, any sort of void, and it would come up into their basement, groundwater. When it really floods, that weeping tile takes that water, it filters it into a sump pump, which then, once the float hits the right level, it turns on, kicks in, and pumps the water out of your house, sometimes into the side yard. Most of the time, people just have a hole, like a, uh, an exit that just comes out the side of the house and then goes down to the ground and has a splash pad there. But some people have like rainwater leaders, which is an actual hose, uh, or sorry, an actual pipe that is connected to the sewer or the uh, septic, just either one of your, your drainage hoses. And so it then siphons that to the city. So that is what that is. So window wells are one place where if a huge rainstorm happens, that is usually where you'll get flooding. If you don't dig the window well down enough, and it fills up with water, it then can come into the window. Well, Mm -hmm. that hose is supposed to stick up just below the window. Therefore, when the water gets to it, it will just start to funnel into that weeping tile. Make sense? Yeah, I got it. I never knew that before. So thank you. Hashtag Chalmers Construction Corner. Shout out to uh, Electronic Jordan for sending us that question. Learning so much today. I actually just printed off a, a brand new house's full price for weeping tile as we were speaking and it wow. is not cheap <laughs> so anyways <laughs> yeah just ironic i'm sitting here looking at a quote for weeping tile in a brand new house i'm gonna be building and we're talking about weeping tile that's fun i like that you thought i just was trying to tie directly into all the oilers rumors that we got from frank saravalli and jason gregor over the last uh, 12 to 15 hours well, I, I, I thought bet you were you gonna try wish. and trigger me i thought you were gonna try and trigger me I bet you they wish they could talk about and explain weeping tile and DFO rundown Too the too busy breaking news. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Frank Saravalli yesterday on the rundown, and this ties into uh, a couple of questions that we got on, uh, on Twitter when I put the call out, but Frank Saravalli, a couple of Oilers things. He says he used the word unlikely when describing Adam Larson, potentially coming back to Edmonton and said, it's becoming increasingly likely that Tyson Berry is back as an Edmonton Oiler next season, which I found very interesting. And uh, John Doe 780 on Twitter asked, assuming Larson does not resign, what are your, what are your D pairings with Barry resigned? Or would you have a different target for the right side? Um, I'm going to just hop right out with a take on that and say, 
if they lose Larson, I don't think they should be bringing back Tyson Berry. I think Tyson Berry should be good as gone anyways because you have Evan Bouchard and Ethan Bear on the right side. You need like a strong defensive player. Um, if we lose Larson and we lose Clefbaum and we bring in Duncan Keith to plug that hole, we are in extreme peril. Yeah, big time, uh, big time. Like losing huge. Larson is a huge, it's, huge loss. I, 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 I hope, I hope, I hope we, I, I just hope it's not, I shouldn't say not true because I'm sure there's, there, it's a game and, 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 and yeah. you know, Frank could be hearing all that stuff, but I just, I just hope that we sign Larson. How do we think we can lose Clefbaum and then afford to lose Larson when our D wasn't good to begin with? Ridiculous. Yeah. Bag milk, you're mad about Duncan Keith. Take some of this fire and do something with it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you, I, I'd be. So, I are you disillusioned at the present? That's how you make the intro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to book Frank Cervalli on a radio show right now. Actually. Oh. oh my God. Are you multitasking? That's Look right. at you go. Well, you, you can't losing Larson and coming back with Barry is such a step back defensively. Yeah. It's huge. But like the thing is the thing that, and this is the thing with Tyson Barry. That's so interesting. He led defensemen in scoring. Why don't I value that high enough? I don't know what it is. I can't put my fucking finger on it. He's not the best defensively, but his offense should make up for it. So I should be happy that that's also a potential outcome, but it's not. Mm -mm. I know it's so fucked. Everybody gets so mad at Oilers D. Everybody's mad at Russell. Everyone's mad at like, it's ridiculous. Gregor like thinks they might lose Russell in the expansion draft. Well, that was the whole plan of the signing. What the, the fuck? Contract. We don't have enough. We don't have enough horses in the race to have all we these can, dudes get picked off. Unfortunately, we can afford. I, we can afford to lose. Um, if to you lose, lose him, Russell. you bring back Cuckoo for a million bucks, and you save some money. Like it's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, we got to go shopping about, for someone better than Cuckoo. Well, on your third pairing, I think Cuckoo's a perfect se- sixth or seventh defenseman. Seven or eight. I think eight's a little harsh. He had a really good year last season. Um, Frank thinks we could lose Jujar Kara over Tyler Benson, and that would That's be, fine. yeah, like I, I mean, I'm not probably, like I love I love Jujar, but like, yeah, I'm you not, just don't I'm not, get it consistently enough from him. I'm not offended if we lose him, especially when he's replaced by Luke Glendening in the offseason. I wish him all the best. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to cry myself to sleep. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, I think uh, I think if I could rank like who I would prefer to lose some combination of Russell Kara is fine with me. Benson's next on that list. Uh, the other big thing that Frank threw out was the idea that the Oilers may have protected Zach Cassian in the expansion draft because there is trade interest in him. I'll fucking drive him to the airport myself. <sighs> I'm torn on this one. Cause yeah, I know he's like Chris Russell was for the last few years where I like the player, but I hate the contract. He had so 18 much. shots on net last year. Like if he was 2017 Cass or 20 or even 2018 Cass or 2019 Cass. I, I just, so we would I, it. we would love him. Yeah. I saw that um, protected list and I was, yeah, I think I'm in the majority. I'm never usually one. I'm not going to shit on Cassian. I, I love that guy, man. Yeah. I really, really do. I really do. But I just, I think we saw the end of him this season. Like I just saw a guy who I don't think can play the way he has to play anymore. And that, and, and that sucks, but it happens to every player. There's all these players that I have loved in the past. So I'm not going to go on there and like say, fuck Cass and like get him out of here and all this shit. But like, I don't, I think that was a bad move, but who would I have kept? But, yeah. It's, who would I have? It, well, it, it, who, they're not wrong to keep him. And especially if he's got trade value, you have to keep him. But like, look who we left exposed. Like, what really do we risk losing? And nothing that's going to set the organization back. People melted down about Tyler Benson, but like, he can't skate well he's enough. Five years compete. into his pro career. Like, if it, you think it, Tyler Benson is a problem or a solution, you are too deep in the trenches. He's got nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be losing Benson isn't the end of the world. Like, sure, maybe, maybe he can crack it, but you're right. It's, it, it, he's not fast on his feet, but super cerebral, right? So, like, mm-hmm. that's got a place uh, in the NHL uh, if you can think the game at a different level than your competition. But, you know, 
not flight of foot. You know what made me believe that um, we did not not protect somebody that was of value, like that we left somebody exposed that was of value, was if you look at any of the tweets of all the teams, that, of, of, of like just people putting out the notables, almost every team had a notable but us. Yeah, it just shows that's a problem with depth. But yeah. like that is there the was problem some with crazy ones. They don't think that any of that depth is notable. Look, and that look at Tampa. There's some crazy ones on there. Like Vladimir There's so Tarasenko, many former Oilers. Tarasenko, you could just have for free. You know what I mean? That's it's insane. Wild. Yeah. yeah like, remember Landeskog wild. not protected? Well, Landeskog's not he's signed, a, he's right? A free so that's agent. different. Yeah, he's a free agent. So Okay. See, I don't know the ins and outs of that kind of stuff. So explain to me that. What, so, if you're not protected like Tarasenko, you have a deal, but they're just not protecting you because yeah, you asked yeah. for a trade? He's, yeah, yeah. He's got two years left in his contract. So, Seattle's so then just what's up with Landeskog? Okay, so, so what's up he, with Landeskog? He's a UFA. So Landeskog is like Larson, where he's left unprotected. So Seattle can now go to him and negotiate a contract with him over the next couple of days. But if Landeskog doesn't want to sign there, he just doesn't have to sign there and he'll become a f- unrestricted free agent on the 28th. Same with Larson. But so how, how, how did they stop from selecting him in the expansion draft? They, if he, they want to he, take Landeskog, they can, yeah, they but he can. doesn't have a contract for next year. So yeah. they're taking a risk because he can yeah. walk for nothing from Seattle on July 28th. Same with yeah. Larson, right? Whereas. Oh, you know, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't see. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I get it now. Yeah, like it, it's so not. A when's big the deal. free? Wait, so when can they talk to free agents? Is it right after the draft, or is it right now? Right now, right now. Yeah. Like if I was Seattle, I would. I, I know they were saying they were going to throw the 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 Brinks truck at Dougie Hamilton. I would do it at Gabriel Landeskog. You want to talk about building mm-hmm. leadership for your team, big time. Oh. But the interesting part of that is Landeskog's a winger, and when you look, like I'm looking at Gregor and and Saravalli's mock expansion drafts, like. In terms of wingers, Tarasenko, you can have Eberly or Bailey. You can get Jason Zucker, James Van Riemsdyk, Mason Appleton. Like, I know none of them are stars. Matthew Joseph is going to be a good forward. Alex Kerfoot's decent. They have, like, a pretty good collection of decent forwards they can pick from around the league. There are not very many good defensemen for them to pick from. And no one even close to, to Dougie Hamilton's level. Whereas with the forwards, I think you can almost piece uh, together a group that's somewhat competitive. Whereas on the blue line, like you're getting Giordano from Calgary and then like eh, Dylan DeMello, maybe. So then they're kind of forced to sign them then if they want to have like be. bolster the defense because the, the picking is so... The craziest one, and Frank Saravalli broke this story on Daily Faceoff, the Carey Price one is nuts. Like if Montreal loses that guy, like... I, I see both sides of it. Like, I think their fan base would be like largely pretty heartbroken to see Carey Price go for nothing in an expansion draft. But also as they kind of start to lean into this young core they have with Suzuki, Kotkaniemi, Cole Caulfield, you know, Brendan Gallagher is still a good player for them. Josh Anderson. If they lose Weber for the entire season and Price goes in expansion, they would have cleared up like $20 million in cap space in a matter of a couple of weeks, which is nuts. Aren't they, if they do that, wouldn't they be kind of, wouldn't they take a run at Eichel? Oh yeah. They would take a big run at Jack Eichel if they get, if they have the money, they probably have the money anyways, but if they, uh, if they suddenly free up another 20 mil and they're sitting there with like $34 million to spend this off season, they'd be going hard at Jack Eichel. Yeah. And then sign Grubauer and then sign Grubauer trade us Jake Allen for me. There's some good names on there. They can make a good team here going forward. (laughs) 50% retain Jay. Yeah, if we're giving away Miko, we've got to retain some salary, and I'll gl- I would gladly do it. I felt bad for Miko uh, for a second there because the Oilers wished him a happy birthday on social media, and the comments were just, just atrocious. Like, buy him out for his birthday. Next post should be about the buyout. Hopefully, it's his last <laughs> birthday as an Oiler, and you're like, fuck oh, people. You, you, can't the the player, you can't blame the player for signing a contract like that. No. If you're, if you're an Edmonton Oiler right now, outside of like Connor, Nuge, and Leon, maybe just stay off social for a little bit. Nah, it's, it's, a, it's ugly a nasty in these place. Streets. It's a nasty place. Anyways, I don't want to lose Larson. I don't. Oh, yeah, either. I don't. I'm too emotionally invested. He's a good Oiler. Like, he's just been nothing but a solid Oiler. He didn't come here. Yes. like the best circumstances he made the best like the hall it. trade but he yeah he got to work come on connor whisper whisper him 
I wonder how much pull Which, that has. We can't have both Clefbaum and Larson, by the way, leave the Swedish All Abs team in one season. That would just be devastating. Oh, it's yeah. too much our pressure on Broberg. 60. Yeah, our abs for sixty just dropped dramatically. We, we can't have it. If they brought in Phil Kessel on top of that. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> We're going backwards. Who's <laughs> there to swoon over? Goodness there, gracious. Uh, there was one player on uh, Frank's mock expansion roster, Kale Clegg of uh, the LA Kings. And I once got hit by a pitch from Kale Clegg when I played baseball as a youngster. That oh, sounds like a it? salad you'd get at a nice restaurant. It does. Um, but I'll never forget it. The kid threw hard too, and it hurt like hell. I got it right in the elbow. Not a lot of oh. fun, but he might go to Seattle. Um, speaking of baseball, a uh, friend of the podcast, Eric Sabrowski, who we've uh, talked about a little bit. Throwing had another, gas. Throwing, oh my God, man. His numbers are unbelievable. Chalmers, your mic. <laughs> yeah, Charles, your, your beard rubs per 60 is through the roof. You're literally Shut doing up. it. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks too, because I like this picture of ours that, that follows us and that we like to talk about. So where is he throwing gas? Where are you seeing this? I follow him on Instagram. You should follow him on Instagram, Chalmers. He posts posts highlights in his story. He just fucking throws heat. If you uh, Google Eric Sabrowski, you can go to his minor league baseball page and you can see his game logs. Uh, He pitched yesterday again. He got the start, went five innings, struck out five, only two earned runs, two hits. Um, yeah, he's, he's struck out 37 batters in his first 24 professional innings as a pitcher. Wow. Get soldier boy to shout him out in the new intro. (laughs) I worked so hard on those intros and they're really, really good. They got, we're soldier. No, that's not true. Glad You guys enjoy the, Hey, Hey, they're good. (laughs) Take my soldier boy in them. Never said what you had is bad. I just said they're soldier boy free. I think Tyler's got a problem. Okay, because I want to be an even bigger fan of our boy, Eric Sabrowski. Yeah. What team and what league is this that he's playing for? So he's playing Wayne, bro. Yeah, he's playing for Fort Wayne High A-ball. Fort Wayne, Indiana? In the Padres organization. The Comets? Uh, Yeah, this dude's killer. I'm just looking at – he just named it Heaters. (laughs) This guy's fucking awesome. Uh, The team is the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. So he'd be a tin cap, tin caps, our, our Turner Watson, Turner and Watson, what? our boy, our and boy representing down in Fort representing. Wayne. Fort Wayne also won the Kelly cup, I believe. Really? Yeah. Fort What's Wayne, that? a lot of hive of activity, hive of professional high value. Activity. All right. There's a lot of flow in this episode. I'm noticing. We need you to to get the flow flow rider back. Yeah, it's kind of been a little bit all over the place. Um, We had more questions on that. That's a shocking... That's on on brand. Shocking turn of events. Uh, JJ on Twitter asked if Cassian should be dealt. We already hit on that. Uh, At DangleDump94, who's a normal on our Tuesday live show, State of the Nation, uh, he wanted to know about Alex Killorn and Evander Kane as potential fits for the Oilers. Killorn probably not coming here because he's got a no trade clause. Evander Kane, I, he's very good, but I don't think I touch that guy. I'm not overly interested in bringing Evander Kane up to Edmonton. Uh, it's, it's, he wouldn't do all well the fishbowl. No, I don't think so. <sighs> he tried okay. to go to Earl's and someone take his picture. He's got a bad, yeah, he's got a bad attitude, right? Because don't his teammates right now. He's not, he's not kind of. That's part of the problem in San Jose, and that was part of the problem in Winnipeg. That's that's a hell of a play. He had his best year this year. Yeah, he scored like 30 goals in 50-some games. He had a monster season in San Jose, but he's making 7 mil for a few more seasons. If the deal was like James Neal for Evander Kane, then yeah, like sign me up for it. That's a good trade, Oh, wow, that's actually take away a headache and you take away our headache? For San Jose, it's like you're losing a ton of value in like the trade itself, but you're getting out. Would you do Neal in a second for Evander Kane? No, I would only do Neal straight up for him, I think. And the others don't have any seconds. Ah, yes. Well, in 2026, we have seconds starting next season. No, nope, it's dra- locked up. Tied up though. Oh, is it locked up? Locked up oh, in the Keith deal. Can't trade it. Good thing about Evander uh, Kane is no, he no, always no, no, be no. playing. That's a conditional second. That's, yeah. that, that, it's it's a third. If we go to the Stanley Cup Finals and he yeah. plays like twenty five minutes a game, but Still one once a pick is tied cool. up in a conditional deal, you cannot trade it. Cool oh, yeah. clarification. Oh, it'll be uh, av- it'll be available to us again. 
But Evander, he'd be playing hard. He's got to work for it. Like, he's broke as a joke, is he not? Doesn't all his money go to <laughs> the, the government? There was a story about that last year, and I don't know the details, so I'm not going to talk about it. Allegedly, uh, Chalmers. When you've got alleged. 21 million U.S. remaining on your contract the next three years, you're tough to be broke. You're not broke. No. He yeah, but maybe has, he's learned some stringent life lessons after this whole. Maybe it's been humbling. You're right. Like, I don't know. You can like, bounce back quick from that shit when you got 21. If you, have, you. if you have solid enough leadership and enough of it, you might be able to insulate and, and deal with something like that. Yeah, you just send Duncan Keith to talk to him and be like, all right, settle down. Yeah. Huh? Like, That's what Keith's here for. I could say Giordano being able to. Uh, but they know. have those guys in San Jose too. Who? Burns, Velasic. Marlowe, you know, like I just, yeah. I, I worry. I was just like, like, smells like cheese. Yeah. Like he's Br- always trying Br- to get that damn Kit Kat in his mouth. Yeah. Ex- yeah. How does he do it? How does he, how's he going to fit it in his mouth? Like I'm so <laughs> that clip right there. Isolated is in the new intro. All right. There you go. <laughs> you. Uh, right. I don't even know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Vander Kane. I, I think we'd pass. Um, the original oil baron asked about Tony D'Angelo. I would also pass. I'm not, not touching Tony Angelo. That I would pass. 90s R&B legend D'Angelo plays mm. hockey? <laughs> he's not 90s. He's or 2000s. <laughs> D'Angelo? Uh, no, he's, he's mid-90s, man. That's a sexy video, right? Where he just stands yeah. with his shirt on, just making sexy you know faces it. while he sings. Darn right. Oh, yeah. If we're, if we're doing that, I'm getting uh, genuine, please, because Pony is a smash. Everybody gets down as Pony. Oh, yeah. Gen- hey. Genuine in those episodes of Parks and Rec is so funny. Oh, anyways. Do you know what I watched? I started binging just like two days ago, and I kind of binged like the whole first season plus the first three episodes of the second season in like one sitting because it was so easy. Was Did you guys ever see the HBO show called Barry? with bill Hader. oh no. i've watched a few of bits i like it it is so good he he's like he comes back from afghanistan and kind of falls like as as he's, he's in the military he kind of falls into like becoming a hitman <laughs> and so on the very first episode he's going to do a hit and it kind of like it he, he goes into like an acting class and he and he basically like nails the acting class without even knowing what he's doing and it's just, it's awesome. So he's trying to keep these like two lives separate, but it's really, really clever. You guys would like it. And it's an easy watch. It's like 22 minutes an episode. So anyways, Kate Barry, but the real reason I brought that up is because I'm not great at math either, but it's 149 right now. And we still have not talked big brother, like at all, at all. Frenchie is overplanned, man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go. Oh, here we go. The most contentious segment we do, breaking down the hit reality TV show, Big Brother. People we, hate it, hey? People either, really do not like when we do this. We're gonna you either so love it right or here. you have turned off the episode already. You no either love ground. it because you watch Big Brother or you hate it because you do not. And if you do not watch Big Brother, then I'm telling you right now, you're missing out. People, it, they, there's like this stigma that you have to be like, like that it's reality TV at its worst. It's probably... Reality TV at its finest. At absolute peak of reality TV. At peak TV because they structure it. It's, it's like competitions. So you get to see people's comp, like them do competitions. And the stuff in the house, it's not like real housewives-ish. You know what I mean? It's like, it's It's, good. A, it's a competition. It's, it's not as much, re- like it is reality TV, but you're right. Like when I hear ra- reality TV, I think like keeping up with the Kardashians or like housewives yes. or whatever. And like that's yes. more or less trash. Um, but this is like a competition show. Like the, I've, I'm in a pool. I have people picked yep. that I'm actively rooting for now so I can yeah. earn money. Yeah. It's and not it's like relatable. the because they actually get together and do competitions. And shit. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. But yes. you, you feel, you feel like you could be, you feel like that show feels accessible to you. You feel like you could be a part of it. Yeah. There's always someone in the house that you identify with mm-hmm. and like it, it, it's, and you, that's such a key point though. You see people in the house that you identify with, but you, and, and you, you don't know how you would be. And you constantly question yourself in social surroundings that are, that are geared like that. And you see what it looks like for everybody's worst person to come out at some point, like right now, Frankie is, or Frenchie, sorry, is coming across as a guy who thinks he knows everything and will never be blindsided. And the worst part about that is the way that he counteracts it is 
to let everybody know in a passive aggressive way yes. that he knows what's happening. Yep. I know what's happening. And so he, now he's doing it to people that don't have a clue what the hell he's talking about. He's and freaking everybody and, out. And, and, and he's doing it so early in the game too. It's yeah. like, oh man, you are the week one HOH, bro. You could have just cruised through the, Oh, I just made <laughs> these nominees. Cause like, whatever. You know what he's, I mean? But like he's walking room to room, opening doors and then closing them and leaving. And then, and then just pacing, pacing incessantly <laughs> in front of people so that are weird. having a conversation, thinking saying, that he's being covert and secret. totally. Everyone's like, saying what the fuck some, is this guy doing? Some, teeing some, somebody up for an answer taking their answer and completely misconstruing it and then get it and then so that you now think that you just like confirmed your bias as to what was happening and then going around the rest of the house being like you think i wouldn't find out i know i know and everybody's just like Uh, what the fuck is he talking about like this is so weird man and 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 that type of life does not live long in that house no he's and he is he is like the most easily manipulated too that's like, what i was gonna say he like, just buys yeah, everything he buys everything oh there's a showman so i'm breaking it up uh frenchie <laughs> we're not in the showman's oh yeah you're right you're not in a showman's i gotta change this fuck i screwed up it's like the guy <laughs> he, it's entertaining i hope like i'd I say he changes his mind like he changes his clothes but he doesn't it seems like he wears the exact same thing yeah. every single day he's like yeah. the only person in the history of big brother to wear the exact same outfit every day but Unless all anyways. that stuff is just happening on one day and they just have so much footage from oh, one day, man. but I don't think so. he is yeah. so aggressive this early and I don't, I really don't get it. I just, for don't. somebody who says they're a super fan, he, he clearly doesn't understand oh, what this paranoia. is like. His paranoia yeah. is fueling all of this. Uh, so I, I, like I said, I'm in a big brother pool. So I picked fifth overall. It's a six person pool. You, everyone gets two players. I got Christian fifth overall, which I felt was oh. exceptional value in that spot. Um, I think he could be a comp beast. And then actually I got Claire in the second round and she's the Claire super smart. She's wicked smart. Be, all right. And she's laying low right now. I think I got two Dude, really good picks here. Claire is the girl that we talk about in week 39. And we're like, how did she get here? She just yeah, didn't do that. anything. She didn't win anything. Uh, I think and she'll she win some mental comps. Yeah, it, Hannah too. You got to think about Hannah's, Hannah's super smart. smart too. Well, and Mary Beth is and Mary Beth. Beth. Those those Marabeth. three those three Marabeth, those three I think have a chance. Respect on that name. Anyways, <laughs> I I like the cast a lot. Yeah, it's a good I just cast. I I don't know if they're just framing it that I did not think I was gonna like the flight attendant Brett. Neither did I. But I yeah, did. I didn't think that I was gonna like Christian. Um, you know, like it's just Frenchie. You don't go in there, take all the girls aside and say, I came into this house wanting to be in an all girls alliance with them. You want to start like some kind of Charlie's Angels. What in the hell do you think you're doing? And they all to a person were like, why would I be in an all girls alliance (laughs) that a guy started? It's like you're trying to control. It's it's he has such huge blind spots that I just don't understand how that he's if he's ever seen this this show before because he's making television. every mistake. Yeah, television. it is the best. That's why I hope he can find a way to stay stay longer just to keep that crazy yeah, chaos. Keep going. the wild card in the house. Yeah, but and that's what because so guys do that. That's the thing though is like, but sooner or later you just wear on everybody that it's just not worth it anymore no, having that type like of. If, if if he still if he makes it through the veto like on the block, stay on on the block, he's gone. If you guys were to pick your horse. Who you lean into after one week? I, I really like Big D, Derek okay. Fraser. Yeah, uh, I don't know why, just because he seems like he's going to become the guy who's friends with everybody, and so he'll that. just kind of like coast to the final three, almost like Josh did. Remember Josh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kind of was friends with everybody. He did have a blow up. I mean, we haven't seen enough of these people's personalities to see, other than Frenchie, to see who's going to like have that, like those blow ups. Who has little to no patience for like small stuff like cleanliness yeah. we just aren't there yet so yeah. right now i'm just based i'm basing it personally on like yeah, we're how people see yeah how people seem to be getting along with each other and everybody seems to like Derek. I, that's why i think um, my guy is xavier i think he's doing a good i job. like i like xavier yeah he's doing I like a good xavier. Job yeah, he's good i everybody you, seems to really like ironing Kylan the, too. Ironing the napkin that was fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, everyone seems I'm, to like Kylan, but yeah, like Kylan, oh, he's his, so likable. His cry per episode right now is oh, his cry per sixty is very high. <laughs> Absolutely, but I can I can see him having some paranoia. I'm yeah. I I I think 
I, I think Mary Beth. She made up Sarah creative. Beth. Is it Sarah what? Beth? Sarah oh. Beth. Oh yeah. fuck. You just can't Sarah be Beth. soft in this show. That's the only thing. That's why people like Kylan, they don't last, you know? Because yeah. yeah. you, you have to have that through. hard side, but you have to be able to so, I, don't know. Sarah, I, 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 I think I think Sarah Beth has a side we haven't seen. She's clearly smart. Because that visual, like that is that it was a tough comp. Absolutely. Yeah, but and then the no, fact that she showed loyalty to her team, yeah, like that, like they, she, that was a very, very important she, moment in the show this early on. She had to do that. Here's the other thing I noticed about Sarah Beth, though, is that when you lie about what you do, it's really hard to keep that a secret for for as long as there's like for five three people months. lying with about what they do. No, there isn't. Just yeah. her. No, no, no. Hannah's lying. Um, what's his, the guy that just got out was lying, but then he felt so insecure that he had to tell people that he was like this tech entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, he told people that in the very first show. Xavier, over the champagne. Xavier's lying. Yeah. He's a lawyer. Saying uh, who he's, else is uh, lying? Whatever. Oh, so is, um, oh, the other, the, there's two, Frenchie's a parent, a parent and uh, what's her name is another parent. Oh, uh, the two parents. She's lying. Oh, yeah, she is. Um, Everyone's lying about what they do. There is a lot. I like Asa and Tiffany's way of like Tiffany, 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 Tiffany. Yeah, I like I like their way of always pretending they're just crying about like the kids. But oh, that's great. Talking game. (laughs) That's good. I like (laughs) Tiffany. I actually Tiffany could go. I like Tiffany, too. And I like how she tried to call out Frenchie, like kind of pseudo there in that group. And like, well, if you know, why why would you say if you know, if you're not going to say. All That's right. I, so I like uh, I like Hannah for that reason too because she's a little sassy also. Yeah. So let's let's just do this because like honestly we don't need to keep breaking down the first five episodes. Let's go let's go with like our weekly like Sarah Beth has won that challenge. She obviously didn't take it. We know who's on the block. Like I picked Derek as my dark horse for a while. Do you guys want to pick dark horses? Do we want to think who's going to go away this? I didn't watch There's last the- night's episode actually, so I don't Frenchie's even know. Frenchie's gone if, if Frenchie's gone if they can get through the veto. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say, Frenchie's have a choice. Gone. It's so early in the game. In the game, you gotta go. Who's your dark horse, Begmo? Dark horse hmm. to go home? No, to stay. Dark horse, like like to right win. now. I'm think I'm feeling really good about Derek. I've said that. Derek, Derek Beth. I'm, I'm Derek Sarah F, yeah. Beth fan. I like the Sarah Beth pick. I like Claire. I think she's wicked smart. She. I don't yeah, think she's gonna Claire. be. Yeah. I think she's good. Wanya, you got one. I didn't watch it this year. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here unmuted the entire time waiting, and I'm like, <laughs> now you know how I feel I, like when you talk about hypothetical trades. I'm no talk. I'm no sorry. No take. <clears throat> I am recording them. I'm going to bang out ten weeks and three hours and slingshot forward. That is the way to do it because I find that these first like week and a bit kind of drags because i still don't know everybody and there's exactly i want to watch it all no see but i just like having something to watch late night on wednesday thursday and sunday that's my thing i love that it's the it's the anti-hockey season show it ends right as the hockey season starts up yeah um uh 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 uh, how's the golf tournament looking do we have do do you guys get numbers on like sold out teams or is there How's it looking for that thing so far? No, we're good. I think we probably have six six teams left, maybe seven. But I know oh, that's really good. There's some people they're selling are, steady. They're ver- verbally there's they're I think sold out if people pull trigger. But uh, so act fast if you can. Uh, if not, bid on our uh, bid on our twosome to play with us. But we might we might also be launching another uh, bid one too. That might be special if we can make Ooh. some things work. But let's. Uh, Let's get this one sorted and move on to the next one. All right. Um, also, we didn't play voicemails last episode, and there's one that caught my attention since it's on the topic of new intros. Uh, this is from our good friend, the bearded Brad. All right. What you guys need to do for your new jingle is have the cast of Nation Real Life sing the new Oodle Noodle jingle, and then have Josh Park <laughs> cut a video of you guys singing it and kind of make it like the Brady Bunch style. Tyler, you're probably going to have to look that up, but there you guys go. There's a new intro. Your guys' bill is going to be in the mail. Thanks. <laughs> I, put I like the, he's thinking about this. I respect it. I put no. the newest Oodle Noodle radio ad on the Instagram account the other day, and I listened to it a bunch of times just because it's so funny to me. 
It's so niche. We think it's funny, but it's basically the people <laughs> on this podcast that get it. It's, you know what, though? It's it's translating. So we also have a uh, uh, an ad deal with uh, Now Radio. Nice. And... Um, and it's 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 uh, and they they ask like, hey man, like we hear the twelve sixty ad, it's really good. Can we put it on there? I'm like, you think for real? Like, I'm like, do you think your audience will get it? Like, it's we geared it more towards like the nation vernacular. They're like, oh no no no, it'll work. And then sure as shit, the our uh, our account manager is sending me tweets about what pe- people are submitting me. Like, I can't <laughs> get this ad out of my head. I'm like, yes, really. It's we should so take the video bag mug. We should take the original troll video then. And like do some sort of funny remixy type thing and put it out as a little content with that dubbed over it. If we can find it, yeah. Troll a lull? It's easy to find. Oh, it's easy to find, man. Sitting on the U Tizzles. It might be a Josh thing. That's funny though. I think it's great. The fact that it's we're so introducing funny. Troll a lull to a new generation. Well, fuck, man. You want to talk about music? Like, okay. TikTok is like like educating the youth about classic, like just like classic music of our generation, and the other way also. Yeah, and the other way. Yeah, yeah, it works both ways. It's 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 wild to hear what uh, the youth are listening to and what they're singing, and, like what they're talking about. I'm like I'm like this band was big when I was your age. Like what the hell is the going youth. on? And it's it's TikTok, man. Yeah, there was a trend a little while ago where all these kids were using "Alone" by Heart. And I was just like, man, I haven't thought of heart in a long time. Love that track. Their whole catalog. It is a smasher of a track. Love that track. That's what TikTok's the best for. That's again, though, it's the reverse is also true. I'm I'm hip with the kids now, Tyler. Yeah. Um, There was something else. Oh, uh, before we wrap up. This is important, and this deserves love uh, on our podcast. Shout out to Luke Prokop, uh, Edmonton product, Nashville Predators third round pick, former Calgary hitman as well, who becomes the first player under NHL contract to publicly come out as gay. He's going to be attending his first NHL training camp in the fall after wrapping up his junior career. And if he were to make the Nashville Predators or make the NHL at some point, he would next season he would be could become the first openly gay player to play an NHL game. We saw this in the NFL a couple of months ago. So it's fantastic that uh, we got this news in hockey as well. So shout out to uh, a good local boy, Luke Prokop for making some really, really good news. Yeah. Very cool. uh, 73rd overall in 2020 at the, at the NHL draft. It's a great story. He's going to have a lot of people rooting for him. And uh, it's really awesome that he's, he's the one to kind of take that first step here. And uh, hopefully, you know, the floodgates kind of open when it comes to this stuff. Cause I always hear people say like, ah, it'll be a great day when this isn't like front page news anymore. Right. Kind of like it was with Carl Nassib in the NFL and the way to get to the point where it's not front page news and everyone, no matter kind of their background or sexual orientation or whatever is accepted is you need people like Luke Prokop who are willing to be the first ones to stand up. So big shout out to Luke Prokop for making that news here today. Um, Felt like that was a good positive way to, uh, to end this week's episode of the real life. Well done. Well Well said your Amtrak. Well done. Well done. Uh, we're getting close to the hour mark here, which means it's uh, getting dangerously close to me going. I'm so close to full vacation mode. And uh, you guys saw me in Vegas when I was in uh, vacation mode there and having some beer. So I'm going to be in a great. Do you mood. have a drink on hand to crack the instant you're on vacation? Uh, well, no, because like I'm driving out to the mountains and I have to drive. So like, I need to stay somewhat responsible until I at least get out there for so my first round of golf. Where are you going? And more importantly for our listeners, where are you staying? Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm basically doing just like a whole golf thing. Like I'm driving out to Canmore, a couple rounds of golf in Canmore, uh, then zipping out to Predator Ridge, a couple rounds of golf in Predator Ridge. I'm uh, spending a ton of time with my family for the first like six days. And then my girlfriend's parents have, uh, have a place out in BC. So we're going to go stay at You're a place out in BC with them. Any hot tubs there, <laughs> uh, floody McFloods? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing for me to flood, knock on wood. Um, and I'm just going to be golfing a ton. Like I'm golfing like six, seven oh. times while I'm gone. Fired I up. just played there. I just played the Ridge course like 10 days ago at Predator Ridge. And that is one of the best golf courses in Canada. I am so fucking stoked. Beautiful. Hitting my wallet hard, but I. Oh yeah, yeah. Right they don't. There. They don't give that one away. Um, no. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pricey ordeal, but uh, yeah, for like a special vacation round, it's unreal, and that's like like the home of uh, the summer home of Hockey Canada. The last I time I was there, Tyler, I saw Jerome McGinley. I find it interesting, Tyler, that you're taking a vacation during arguably the busiest time in the NHL this summer. 
It is such an idiot. Who actually approved you to leave during this time? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, no kidding. Well, he's on this podcast and he just asked a question that he could answer himself. (laughs) Oh, I don't recall. Interesting. You're going to pull the pin on it now? You're going to tell me I got to bring the roadcaster with me on the No, he's going to do a thorough investigation of who allowed it and then chastise the just, I'll just take all your reservations. Yeah, where he takes offense to how he talks to himself and leaves the meeting. I'll go on your vacation for you and document what you could have been doing. (laughs) Um, I am going to clog his father-in-law's toilet too. I am going to go, uh, I'm pro- I might swing by actually little brick tomorrow. I might pack a microphone with me just in case, just in Ooh. case I want to slide onto a pod, probably Oilers nation radio. Oh, come on in the bag to ours and be funny. That might also be kind of funny. Um, but you guys are going to have Liam with you. Nice Brit. Get something different on the pod. Mm. Gonna Liam, sound- has he gotten money. over, has he gotten over the Euro? Oh, uh, oh we should don't, ask him that. Yeah, don't ask him about that. We, need to ask him oh, we are going to spend a whole hour. <laughs> no, I don't me, follow British culture. How are things going? <laughs> he asked me the other day. He's like, "Am I going to talk on this podcast?" And I was like, "That's a good question. I'll keep you posted." And I haven't told. Do you him think yet, he knows the Royals to any degree? He is. You guys are going to have a blast. I bet he would enjoy the spring rolls meme that I made using that photo of the Royals. I was so happy that when you made that, I thought I made it. It was such a good meme. It spoke to me so much. I thought I'd made it myself. Liam would love it. All right. We're going to wrap up episode 299 of the real life podcast on Thursday. Have a good April vacation. Your Amtrak. Thank you. It's uh, kind of the first time I've taken vacation in, in a while. So I'm very excited oh, to unplug. Oh, fuck <laughs> off Chalmers. <laughs> how about hey how about the the, the disc call you got, we got to repost it it needs more love that disc call uh, did we post it i posted no it the on, teaser uh, was awesome though yeah put it on uh, the main account it was <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, josh did a great job of taking the three hours of footage and finding something salvageable to display no it's funny because i i've always like i've watched some of this other stuff been like filmed like that and you never think that it's, you just think it's all boring, but once you put music to it and you splice it and you edit it properly, like a good guy like Josh can, it, it's fucking awesome. It, you know, montages, baby. You, yeah. you want me to just play the audio? I don't know how well it'll translate onto a podcast, but there's some, there's some clips in there. Is that a bully? Bag milk sinks everything. This golf sucks. Two fingers of uh, root beer. Oh, shit. Well, feet behind the discs. Been cheating the whole goddamn time. Oh, wow. Wow. That is how you do it. There you go. Go check out the full uh, video up on our Instagram at Nation Real Life. Really, I'm like, I like don't remember that it wasn't that. Ex- like, it was, it seemed kind of just like we were just strutting our feet, kind of just walking around, and that made it sound so exciting. Well, that's why you record. <laughs> like, we did have fun, but like initially, you feel like you have to put on the whole time. But like, just let's just go do our thing and let Josh. Josh is recording everything, yeah. so from that, there's good shit that comes from it. Hundred percent. All right, we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, You guys have fun while I'm gone. It's going to be a fucking insane week around the NHL, so make sure you keep it locked on Oilers Nation and on Daily Faceoff. Frank Saravalli is always breaking the biggest stories. Uh, This has been episode 299. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, Manscaped, Twig and Berries, and of course, the HGA group. Head to nationgear.ca to find out more about the golf trip as well or send us a bid of $650 or more if you want to golf with myself. Chalmers and Jay. Uh, enjoy your week, Oilers fans and nation citizens. We will talk better, again soon. Better stay locked in your laptop while you're on your vacation. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.